Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story is Chapter 9, Hot on the Trail. The morning of the picnic dawned crystal clear and Chris thought they would never get to the park. Since the weather was finally nice again, all the families had agreed to go along. He and Ryan leaned out of their car windows, waving to the park ranger as they drove past the booth at the front entrance. Nice day for a picnic, the ranger said. Or for a treasure hunt, Maria called. Shh, Ryan hissed from the back seat. You're the third group of kids that's mentioned that, the ranger said. What's going on? Come by our picnic a little later, Mrs. Vargas encouraged him. We'll be glad to tell you all about it. The ranger nodded and waved them on. That's all we need, Ryan muttered, his arms folded over his chest. Another adult involved. Think, Ryan, Maria said. What's a park ranger going to do if he sees someone digging on park property without permission? It's illegal, you know. Oh, Ryan said quietly, then added, just as long as we don't have to share the treasure with him. What makes you think this treasure is really going to be ours, Maria asked. Because we found it, Ryan said. All right, all right, Chris said. Don't you think we should find the treasure before we start fighting over who owns it? I agree, Mrs. Vargas said over her shoulder. Besides, we're here. The car turned into a parking space beneath some large oak trees. Chris could see the other shoebox kids and their family setting up the picnic. Willie and his dad played catch on the grass nearby. Dee Dee and Sammy were helping the adults put out the food. Watermelon, all right, Chris said as they piled out of the car, and potato salad. Looks as though you kids might want to hang around a little while before you start exploring for your treasure, Mrs. Vargas said. Not me, Ryan said. I want to get out of here before any other adults hear about what we're doing. Come on, Chris. Chris started to leave with Ryan, but he saw Mrs. Vargas's look. I, I think we need to wait until after lunch, Chris said to Ryan. Ryan sighed. Chris enjoyed the food so much that he actually slowed down enough to taste it. He was on his third piece of watermelon when the park ranger appeared. So what's this I hear about a treasure hunt, the ranger asked. Despite Ryan's protests, Maria, Jenny, and Willie told the ranger everything that had happened to them, including finding the book and the map, the old riverbed, and the two crows. Now all we have to do is find a waterfall, Maria said. The treasure is supposedly buried there. The ranger lifted his hat and scratched his head. Well, if that doesn't beat all, he said, I know the story of the train holdup, and I've seen the two rocks you call the two crows, but I've got bad news for you kids. There's no waterfall on park property, at least not any more. What do you mean, any more? Ryan asked. In reply, the radio on the ranger's belt squawked loudly. Ranger Bob, you're needed at the office immediately. Ranger Bob switched his radio off and looked up at the kids. I've got to go right now, but I'll be back to check on you. You kids are welcome to explore the park all you want, he said. Just don't go digging holes everywhere, okay? He waved and walked back to his truck. No waterfall, Chris repeated weakly. No waterfall anymore, Ryan corrected him. That means there was one here once. Yeah, but where, Chris asked. I suggest, Maria said, as the other shoebox kids joined them, that we look where there's water. They got permission to leave and headed down to the edge of the lake. What now? Willie asked as the group stood around Willie's wheelchair, looking out at the water. Well, this lake wasn't here when Tom Elliott hid the money, Chris said. We need to decide where the canyon would be, if it were here. He looked back at the dam, then turned the opposite direction. That way, he said, pointing towards some distant cliffs. They headed north, following the road that circled the edge of the lake. Hey, Chris, Sammy yelled from up ahead a few minutes later. I think we went in a circle. I can hear the spillway from the dam ahead of us. 
That's not a spillway, Sammy, Willie yelled, just turning the next corner. It's a waterfall. Chris's heart raced as fast as his feet did as he and Maria ran to catch up, but as soon as they rounded the corner, his hopes fell. That's not a waterfall, dummy, Ryan said to Willie. That's just some rapids. Chris looked at the rushing water spilling over some boulders in the canyon ahead of them. Where to now, Jenny said, looking back at Chris. Chris shrugged. Up there, Ryan shouted over the sound of the water. Look! He pointed to a dark streak on the side of the canyon wall. The ranger said there used to be a waterfall around here, he said. That must be it. But, Ryan, there are black streaks all along that wall, Maria said. That's just where the rainwater drains into the stream. Besides, that cliff is way too dangerous to climb. Yeah, Ryan, Sammy said. Why don't we wait and ask the ranger for help? Forget it, Ryan said. Our treasure is right up there. He pointed up the rock face. Coming, Chris? Chris looked at Ryan, then back at the others. His heart pounded faster and faster as he tried to decide what to do. Should he stay with his friends or go after the treasure? The story you have heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, Book 1, The Mysterious Treasure Map. It was written by Jerry D. Thomas and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.